Hey guys, it's DJ now. Welcome to episode 11 of the Feel Good Vibes podcast for August 2021. It's great to be here once again. I hope all of you have been having a great month and I certainly hope that all of you are ready to help your children prepare for the coming school year. This will be the 2021-2022 school year. I'm going to do this in two parts. So episode 12, which will be for September, by the way, will cover school prep as well. This first part, I'm going to talk about what you kids need to know to prepare for preschool through fourth grade. Then next month, I'll cover what you need to know to go through fifth all the way up to college. I think that this will work better as I don't want to overload any of you with too much info. So let's start by talking about what you need to know to be really ready for school. First, you need a good head on your shoulders. You'll also need to have a physical examination done by your primary doctor. While you're there, make sure that you are up to date on all immunizations and make sure that you see a dentist as well. A lot of people might be really shy when they go to school for the first time, but that goes away after a while. Just make sure that you come with a good willingness to make new friends and to like to learn things that you never knew before. And most important of all, make sure that you're well fed. So it is very important that you sit down and have a good, healthy, grainy breakfast with foods that are high in fiber and of course make sure that you drink plenty of water so basically you'll be using your brain a lot and if you use your brain and of course get plenty of exercise this is known as wiser size because the more you learn the smarter you grow Now, I'm not talking about growing on the outside. Even though that that does happen, yes, as we get older, we mostly grow on the inside. As I talk about what you need to know for each level, I will be talking about some of the things that I remember doing when I entered those levels of school because you'll probably be doing some of the same things. Because I'm telling you, when I was in school, I really had a lot of fun. Sure, it was hard sometimes, but I found it mostly fun. One more thing I want to mention before we dive into the body of the material is 
I encourage you adults that are raising these children to do all that you can to help them prepare for whatever level of school they're going to be going to. So whether it's getting involved in grocery shopping and practicing their reading from a grocery list um, or maybe doing things with them that involve teachable moments is very, very important. So without any further ado, let's dive in to what you need to know for all the levels, beginning with preschool. All right, so here's what you're going to need to know about preschool. One of the things that you'll really get involved in doing is listening to music. I want to play for you some of my absolute favorite songs that I listened to when I was in preschool. All of these are done from children's artists and they're very, very short ones. I'm going to start with a track from two artists that are great for young children, Greg and Steve. This is called Say Hello. Me want to get live, done everything I can, and I wanted you to know. 
I just can't stop the wiggle in my toe. Now there's a wiggle in my feet, and I think I should repeat that. I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle. I've done everything I can, and I know that it's not neat. I just can't stop the wiggle in my feet, and in my toe. There's a wiggle in my seat, and just like my feet, I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle, I've done everything I can, and I know that it's not neat, I just can't stop the wiggle in my seat, and in my feet, and in my toe, oh no. Now there's a wiggle in my knee, and it sure bothers me, I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle, I've done everything I can, and I hope that you see, I just can't There's a wiggle in my tummy, and it's not very funny. I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle. I've done everything I can, I even tried a little honey. I just can't stop the wiggle in my tummy, and in my knee, and in my seat, and in my feet, and in my toe. Oh no. Now there's a wiggle in my arm, though it's doing me no harm. I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle. I've done everything I can. There's a wiggle in my hand, and it's nothing that I planned. I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle. I've done everything I can, and I hope you understand. I just can't stop the wiggle in my hand, and in my arm, and in my tummy, and in my knee, and in my seat, and in my feet, and in my toe. Oh, no. Now there's a wiggle in my head, and it's something that I dread. I'd love to stop the wiggle, cause it makes me want to giggle, I've done everything I can, I even tried a nap in bed, I just can't stop the wiggle in my head, and in my hand, and in my arm, and in my tummy, and in my knee, and in my seat, and in my feet, and in my toe, oh no. Now there's a wiggle in my hair, and I think that I'll stop there. Haha, <laughs> so... I hope you enjoyed grooving to that one and getting the wiggles out. <laughs> that was the artist Joe Scruggs with Wiggle in My Toe. Now, I'm going to play for you a couple of songs from one of my absolute favorite kids artists, Raffi. This track is one that's done in the language of Spanish about colors called De Colores. De colores, de colores se vi 
gritos que vienen de afuera de colores de colores es el arco iris que vemos lucir y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine down on me. Oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, hiding behind a tree. These little children are asking you to please come out so we can play with you. Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, please shine down on me. enjoyed listening to Rafi when I was in preschool and uh, that was one of the first artists I actually got introduced to when I was in preschool just so you know the same is also true for the few songs I'm going to play from this artist we sing Corners, it would not be my hat. Pat it has three corners. Three corners has half 
States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. The flag of America forever. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. So those five songs from the We Sing album series um, are great for young children. And you heard one that talked about singing your name and your address. And that's a great, great way to help learn it. So to the adults that are looking after 
healthy young children, I encourage you to try that with them and come up with creative ways of learning their name and address and so forth. Um, now, I want to talk a little bit about a routine that is followed a lot in preschool. So listening to music is one thing, but you'll also have time for stories. Uh, if it's nice enough, a time to play outside. You'll have snack time, lunch time. You'll have opportunities to do fun activities. Um, but knowing, of course, that we're talking pretty young children, they do get tired. You know, young children do get tired after, you know, playing hard and so forth. So the nap time is also very important, okay? Now, music is also played for nap time, certainly. And when I was in preschool, I did hear some soothing music that was, you know, instrumental. And some of it did have words. But I remember an album called Disney Baby Lullaby. We listened to that a lot during nap time in preschool. And I even listened to it when it was my nap time at home way back when. So I'm going to play for you next a few songs from that album.
so that's just some of the songs that you'll be listening to when you're in preschool. And there are many others, certainly, from Disney albums, etc. So just a couple of more things I want to draw the attention to before I move on to the next topic. Um, in addition to learning the letters of the alphabet you'll also learn how to count a little bit. Now, you'll probably go off to preschool, maybe knowing some of the letters of the alphabet, if not all, and probably how to count from one to maybe 20 or maybe 30, if anything. But you'll learn how to count all the way from one to 100. It's okay if you don't know that many numbers. The same is true for letters. You don't really have to go off to school knowing every single thing there is to know about letters and numbers. No, you'll learn all that when the time presents itself. But I want to encourage you adults or just anybody in general, if you're helping children to get ready for school. Don't scare them by saying, you have to be ready, you have to be ready, you have to be ready for school, for school, you know, and and just try to teach them important letters and numbers and such. Because if they tell you that you're pushing them too hard or something like that, you need to stop then. You need to, you know, kind of come down to their level and just reassure them that everything will be okay. So, now I would like to talk a little bit about graduation because sometimes in preschools, some preschools may have graduations, um, When I was in preschool, I don't recall graduating from there, Um, but I actually went to a preschool graduation that one of my cousins had, and that was kind of cool. Some preschools even allow the adults who are looking after the young children to work at the preschool for a little bit, so that might be a good thing for you children that might have a little bit of anxiety when it comes to being away from your family members because you will be able to see them for a little bit. Um, And finally, you will need a backpack, so make sure that you do bring a backpack and If you want to have little folders for the stuff that you do to keep it all organized, that's also great. Um, So believe me, you're really going to have a lot of fun in preschool. Generally, preschool goes from ages one all the way up to the age of five. Okay. When I went to preschool, I was about four 
And then, believe it or not, even though I went off to real school after that, I still went to the same preschool daycare that I went to for the year that I was in kindergarten. And I'll talk more about that in a moment. So I encourage you to just have fun and enjoy yourselves. Now let's talk about kindergarten. All right, so let's now talk about what you need to know to prepare for kindergarten. So at this point, your children are about five and a half years old, or they may have just turned five because perhaps they have birthdays that fall during the summer months. And at this point, your kids might be nervous because now we're talking, we're done with the prep stuff. So now we have to move on to the real thing. And I want to mention that when it comes to registering your children at a school, it doesn't matter if it goes from kindergarten through fifth grade or if it's a K through eight school, make sure that your children know what to expect as far as rules and everything so that they don't get themselves into trouble and risk being removed from that school. So you can arrange, if necessary, to get a tour of the school and kind of find out what the classrooms are like and what to expect when you go from grade to grade, that sort of thing. And as you may already be familiar with in preschool, you will do a lot of the same things in kindergarten. However, we have to be a bit more serious because you will start to have homework and tests, you know, things like that. But your teachers will help you to prepare for that so that you shouldn't be too nervous. Um, I do want to play one of my favorite songs that I remember listening to when I was in kindergarten. This is also from the artist Greg and Steve called Animal Actions. Now, they have two songs that have this. Okay, so it's like a two-part song. So we'll go through not all the animals that they want people to move like, but we'll do some of them.
Yes, I hope you enjoyed moving like some of those animals there. Um, I tried to stick mostly to the type of animals you'd see in a zoo, like ducks, lions, elephants, uh, probably some birds, that sort of thing. Not so much what we would have as pets. Um, so... I do want to talk about a couple of other things that happen in school, both in preschool and kindergarten, as this does apply to both. So one thing is show and tell. Uh, you will get the opportunity to show and tell about different things that you know, maybe you went on a, on a trip somewhere with your family. Uh, maybe you got something new that you want your friends and class to see. Uh, so you'll get the opportunity to talk about that. Um, and one of my favorite memories about this, and it's kind of funny, actually. Um, so... You heard me mention that in preschool, you learn how to count all the way up to 100. Well, when I was in preschool, we did once something called a 100-day party. So we got the chance to bring things that we could, you know, paste onto paper up to 100. Or uh, if we wanted to bring in snacks to share with the class, that sort of thing. Um I don't think I brought anything in regards to that, but some of my friends did. But anyway, we were doing show and tell as we had that on Fridays. And I think I talked about something. Uh, I talked about a family outing I did to uh, Disneyland, I think it was. But anyway, this happened twice, actually. Some people went into uh, their cubbies basically as we all had cubbies and they brought out these bags of things that they wanted to share but my teacher Mrs. Vicky was like uh-uh those are not for sharing that's for our 100-day party and uh so I thought that was kind of funny and um one other funny story I'll mention is uh when we had Splash Day, as it was really hot out, basically, um, people would bring squirt bottles and all that, basically, and um, they would squirt each other. And I somehow was not really in the mood for that. I don't know why. Uh, so I sat with Miss Vicky, and um, she told the students and everything to not squirt her. <laughs> And uh, I think we were just talking about things, uh, just about maybe kindergarten and all that, as I was going to be going into that very soon. And uh, she yelled at a few of the students uh, that started to squirt her and me. And uh, I think in my mind I was laughing. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you might get the opportunity to do Splash Day if it's really nice weather for that, basically. You know, probably not too hot. And, yeah, you can bring squirt bottles or you can, uh, if they have, like, a water table that you can um, play around in, basically. Um, if they, 
bring like little blow up pools or something like that that you can just play in and get you know nice and cooled off you can do that so just have fun with it um i remember the the uh playing ground very very well at the daycare that i went to for preschool and also kindergarten um there was a swing set and a slide and all that basically as most playgrounds have but i also remember playing in this boat that they had um generally it had bark as uh, it was in like a this whole area that had bark on it um but when it was splash day it was emptied and it was filled with water instead and so i would just kind of play in there and all that um so once you complete what you have to complete for kindergarten, there is a graduation from that. And your teachers will help you prepare for that. Um, you may get the chance to go on field trips as well throughout your school years. And you might even do performances. I got the opportunity to do that with kindergarten, first, and even second grade too. So um, keep in mind, however, that doing things like field trips are privileges okay they're privileges and those have to be earned so as long as you do well in school you'll get to keep the privileges otherwise you miss out so that's a little bit of what you need to know for kindergarten and um you will of course learn some basic addition and subtraction and I'll talk more about this and play an album series um, throughout the next few segments, actually, that's designed to help you learn addition through division, actually. So um, that's coming up soon. All right, so let's now discuss what you need to know for first grade. This is the final level in which you follow kind of the same routine that you did in preschool because individuals that are about, you know, five, six, basically, they too need to have naps and times for snack, that sort of thing. So, um, When you get to first grade, the subject that you'll need to really think about learning as much of as possible is math. Because now that you know how to count to a certain number, and probably how to do some basic addition and subtraction, you are now ready to expand that knowledge a little bit further. So I have a really fun album series that I would like to introduce to you called Rap With The Facts. Now, we're gonna start with the addition and the facts 
go all the way up to nine. However, we're going to only do the album up through the facts of five. You can pretty much figure out six through nine on your own. So let's get started. And by the way, this rap is very, very kid friendly.
Okay, so we'll stop it there. Um, if you want to listen to the Rap With The Facts edition album the rest of the way through on your own, I encourage you to do so. Um, so next, we'll listen to a little bit of the Rap With The Facts subtraction, and that too goes all the way up to 18. But I think you should be able to get it once we go through the facts of six. So that's as far as we'll go with that. Then you can listen to the rest of the album on your own. Um, one really fun thing that I want to draw the attention to is once you have memorized the facts that they take you through and maybe let's say you have a math test of some sort coming up. Like if your first grade teacher says, uh, this Friday we're going to have a math test covering the facts of five. Well, you can put on the Rap With The Facts album and find the track that has the facts of five study those well enough and then you can find the facts of five without the answers and that could be like them quizzing you so um uh, so here we go
All right. So I encourage you to listen to the rest of that album on your own. That should just hopefully give you a good um, start in subtraction, basically. Now, there are two more Rap With The Facts albums to go through a little bit, Multiplication and Division, but we'll worry about those in the next segment. So, um, I really hope that you will have a lot of fun listening to the Rap With The Facts edition and subtraction and don't try to rush the memorizing of the facts. You know, do it at your own pace. Um, if you find that maybe that helps, but maybe you might want to have one of your friends or family members quiz you, you could do flashcards with certain number problems and they can flash something at you and you can try to see if you know the right answer. Um, I remember doing that in the earlier grades and that was kind of a cool way to do it. So now I want to talk a little bit about second grade. Alrighty. Now let's talk a little bit about second grade. So I absolutely loved second grade. I mean, it certainly was a little bit harder than first grade and every grade is harder as you move up just to refresh your memories. Um, one of the homework assignments that I absolutely had fun doing from week to week was called Think About It Math. So sometimes we would answer the problems, but other times the answer wouldn't be necessarily related to a number but it might be something like, do you add or subtract? They just want to know the operation you use in math. Um, sometimes they might do something on purpose and leave info out, and they might ask you, can you solve this problem, or do you need more information? Um, and you might be asked to draw a picture to show the right answer. So here's a good example of a couple of the problems and what methods you use that I was talking about. Five balls are in the ball crate. Three more were added to the crate 30 minutes later. Do you add or subtract? So if you think about it, 
the right answer would be that you add because you're putting in three more in that case because there are going to be eight. Um, now here's another one. Daniel went to the store and bought two trays of cupcakes for the class. How many cupcakes were on the tray? Can you solve this problem? Is there information missing? And here again, you have to think here. Okay, so you, you have info that's given to you already. But unfortunately, you can't solve the problem right away because you need more information. You need to know how many cupcakes in this case there were to begin with. So in that case, the answer would be no, you can't solve the problem right away because you need more information. Um, and one other problem here. Um, how many wings are on eight birds? Draw a picture to show the answer. And so if you know how to draw birds, basically, you know, you, you can then do it that way. But believe me, th th those are fun. Those, those types of math homework questions are pretty fun, actually. Um, and now let's turn the attention to... The remaining two Rap With The Facts albums I want to play for you a little bit. Now remember, I'm only playing a little bit of the albums because I don't want to overload you with too much knowledge. You can learn more addition and subtraction basically when you're in second, first, and all that from your teachers, all right? They'll help you to learn more knowledge than what I'm teaching you. This is just going to cover the basics of what you need to keep in mind. So next is a little bit of multiplication. So we will do the facts up to five for this one.
So, the Multiplication Rap With The Facts album does have the problems without the answers. And you certainly can listen to that once you have the facts memorized. Um, Now... Let's talk a little bit about division. So there really isn't a whole lot that I want to introduce to you in regards to that album, because believe it or not, once you have the multiplication facts memorized, division is related exactly to that. For instance... If you had a multiplication problem like 3 times 3, well, you know that that's 9, okay? Another way that you could do it is 9 divided by 3 is 3. So you know that if you want to get to 9 from 3, you just multiply 3 with that. So... Let's just listen to the very beginning of the Wrap With The Facts division. They do go through equations, but I won't take you through those. Because again, if you memorize multiplication, division is pretty straightforward.
Okay, we'll stop it there. Um, so you can kind of get the idea there with the Rap With The Facts albums. And um, so let's kind of talk about the different names of the answers for addition through division. So you heard one of them already, and that's quotient. The answer for multiplication is the product. Okay, so, so think of like maybe you're, you're buying a grocery item from a store. Another name for that is product. So just kind of think of that. For subtraction, that's difference. Okay, so you're finding out the difference between two numbers. So, um, and then the sum, of course, is addition. And, you know, when you're doing word problems, okay, and I'll talk more about word problems in the next segment. Um, for right now, though, I just want you to know that if you have word problems, there are key words to know what operation to use. So... The obvious ones are like difference, take away, uh, or taken away, taken out of, stuff like that, you know. But um, let's say that you are reading through a problem and there's the word of, okay? That means you need to multiply,
And the word gave is kind of a good word to resemble the fact that you need to divide. So that hopefully will help you in the learning process for math. So now let's talk a little bit about what you need to know for third grade. All right, so there isn't much left that I want to talk about in regards to third and also fourth grade, because once you know the levels of math and so forth from grade to grade, it pretty much stays with you. But I do want to talk a little bit more about word problems because this will be done a lot in both third and fourth grade. You are now ready to apply the knowledge that you have gained through simple equations and can now use it in like a real world concept. So you're taking basically not just the equations that you've learned, but a little bit of the think about it math. Now, here are a couple of examples that I want to give you. So the first one is Andy decided to go to the store and buy a box of 24 donuts. This is because it was going to be donut day at his school. He decided to buy a box that had 24 donuts. There were six kids in his class as the class sizes needed to be small to incorporate safety precautions. Because there were only six people, how many donuts did Andy have to give out? So right there, you know that you have to divide because you heard the word give. And if you think about it, the answer would be four. Because if there's six people and there's 24 donuts, then that would mean that everybody would get four. And they probably would have to be kind of small because if you were to like, let's say buy 24 big donuts, you probably would want to give them only one and there will be a lot left over. Um, and here's one other example of a problem. Sierra went to the grocery store and bought 
three small apples. She then decided to buy a small bag of oranges. There were three oranges in total. How many pieces of fruit did she buy? So right here, you heard. So you pretty much know that you probably wouldn't use multiplication because they're saying, does she have? So you can employ addition and with either operation, addition or multiplication, it would be six. But yeah, that's pretty much the procedure for that. Um, and a couple of other things I'll draw the attention to that are really fun that you'll probably do in third grade and onwards. You might have awards assemblies because sometimes we all need to be acknowledged for the good work that we do. So your teachers will select students that they feel have been doing a good job for the month and they will submit them to the principal basically and then a notice of some sort will go out to the families and such and they'll mention that because families are allowed to attend certainly the awards assemblies if they can manage it and I got Citizen of the Month for not all the grades, but I definitely do recall getting something when I was in first, third, fifth, and sixth. Um, I think I probably did get something when I was in second and fourth but I don't quite remember. In order for this to happen though, you do have to also be really, really good. And if let's say you know you have worked hard, okay, but somebody else got the award and not you, then you just need to be a good sport about it, you know, and just be happy for the person that got the award. Um, and you might also get an award called Character Counts. And I got that when I was in uh, fifth and sixth because they decided to do that at the school I went to for um, two years, actually. And they kind of rotate, actually. So let's say that maybe you got an award. Well, maybe somebody else will probably get it when it's time for the next assembly. You know, don't just think that you are the one that's going to get the award each time. Okay, no, because other people need an opportunity to be recognized as well.
um, so now I want to draw the attention to fourth grade. Alrighty, so now on to the final part of this first go-round for school prep, and that is fourth grade. So, I want to talk a little bit about English here in this segment. We'll cover English a lot during the September show because... English is very important to keep in mind in addition to math and many other subjects also. So, when I had English in fourth grade, One of the things that I absolutely loved doing from week to week, actually, and I think after about a couple of weeks or so, I memorized the assignments that were given because it was the same each week. So, the first day that we got each spelling list, so Monday basically, we were asked to alphabetize the letters. Okay, so ABC order. And as for dictation sentences with the spelling words, we wrote each one three times. Then for Tuesday, we wrote our own sentences with the spelling words that were given. And the dictation was uh, three times. And we had different days as well for dictation. So we had dictation for Monday, dictation for Tuesday, that sort of thing. So um, then Wednesday, we rainbow wrote or we wrote each word four times. Now, obviously, I, with my vision, I can't rainbow write in a crayon or something like that. So Using my Perkins Brailler, I just wrote each spelling word out four times. And then the dictation was three times, basically. So that was all for Wednesday. Now, for Thursday, that was different. Because Thursday, it was a pretest for spelling a dictation. So one of our parents had to be the ones to give the exam and it had to have parent signature. Now, I did do my homework in a daycare center that my school had called Project Safe, but I was only able to do the Monday through Wednesday work because 
that was not required parent signature. Now, if the pretest said parent or caregiver signature, then I could do that at Project Safe, basically, and just have one of the staff members do that. But it specifically said parent signature, so I had to do it when I was at home. Um, so if you're given assignments like that, you'll gradually start to memorize them and you'll know, oh, okay, so I need to do this day. Um, so another assignment that I was asked to do when I was in fourth grade and you might be asked to do this also, is speeches on stuff that made us happy. So some of my friends would bring in their pets that they had. Um, but I chose to do my speech on my tap shoes as I was studying tap and everything. And I must say that everybody loved it. I not only talked about um, dances I did with them in dance class, but I actually performed a little bit of a routine that I was doing to a song for the class. And oh my goodness, everybody absolutely loved it. And I got a hundred on that. So that was really, really fun for me. Um, Sometimes we would be asked to do um, the summarizing of news articles, um, whether it was local, national, world, or U.S. And um, so I had fun doing that. And um, I want to talk a little bit about the consequences that I remember dealing with. And thankfully, I really tried my hardest to always be good. I mean, sure, there were times that I might have gotten scolded by teachers. But thankfully, though, it was just warnings, though. The actual consequence didn't actually happen. So, um, when I was in first and third grade, we had card pulls, basically. So, um, I can't quite remember all the colors when I was in first grade, what the cards were, but for third grade, green meant we did a good job. Then there were, um, red, yellow, white, and blue. So if we had a blue card, we got sent to the principal's office. So uh, second grade, it was clothespins pulled, basically. So I think if you got like maybe five or six, you got sent to the principal's. Um, so...
However, in fourth and fifth grade, the consequence was our names were down or our names were up, basically. And a few people had that happen, but thankfully not me. And then sixth through eighth, it was steps. Um, so... Um, believe me, you really don't want to be scolded by the teachers, okay? You really want to try your hardest to always do a good job and not to do anything that is against the rules. And if you know that you're not ready yet, to do school when you are at the right age, well then don't waste yours or the staff member's time at that point. Really make sure that you're ready and then do the registration. Um, Each year you will do school pictures basically, so Um, so that's really neat. And you will have school ID cards as well. So this will be your first experience with using an identification card of some sort. Um, keep in mind, however, that you are the only one that gets to have access to that. Don't let anybody else attempt to use it because it belongs to you each year, okay? And you'll get new ones each year, okay? It's not like you you um, get one card and you use it all throughout your school years, okay? It's not like that. Some schools do that, but the school I went to, I got new cards each year. Um, At the end of the year, you'll probably get yearbooks and you can have people um, sign messages basically in there and uh, you can just look at them and it'll be a good way to remember your friends until you see them again. So I really hope that you will have fun in school. For those of you that are going into preschool up through fourth grade, um, I will kind of give you a heads up as to what is to come for the September show. Um, In fifth grade, we will cover a little bit more of English and then sixth through the rest of the levels will be kind of just good reviews on stuff that we covered, okay? So, again, don't feel too bad if you don't know a lot of what I have covered. You will learn it eventually. So, take care, and I'll see all of you in the September show.